Hello and welcome to Old vs. Gold, the podcast that takes your fond childhood memories of movies and TV and holds them up to the harsh light of today. This week's movie, Real Genius. Is this the mid-season cliffhanger where we kill where we kill someone off? <laughs> what else was that? <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you rolling yet? Uh, I this just started gold. rolling. Okay, yeah, I'm yes. just trying. I'm waiting yeah, for this, a I think this is a, into the into Yeah, this the, is uh, this is approaching the mid-season. So I think I think of, we have five podcasters here tonight. Who will survive? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I feel bad being the only lady. Only lady. I'm like the ensign <laughs> in the red outfit. <laughs> The but, odd, the odd person yet, out. It is David who is in the red outfit. It's true. <laughs> um, I am, I am wearing a red shirt, <laughs> which is bad sign. Bad sign. Which, which I blame on the weather, but. <laughs> <laughs> but so here's a question I have since we since we're at the mid season finale um, of all of our, our podcasts, the podcasts you've been on or or not been on. Uh, what was your biggest surprise? Like biggest letdown? Biggest um, like. Wow, that movie was really good. I didn't expect it to be. Or, boy, it stunk, and I thought it would be great. Uh, I I know mine was Explorers. Oh, even yeah. though I knew the third act sucked, I thought, well, the the rest is good, and I I still like, it. and it didn't work as well. So I thought it would. that was mine, Explorers. Mm. You were quite heartbreak. I was. I was. I was shattered. Yeah. You were sh- shattered. <laughs> uh, Sam. Um. My realization, how much nostalgia contributes to my liking of films and how much I cannot separate my memories from the film. There have been a bunch that um, somebody hasn't seen. I think on a couple of them, it's been you, Tim, but not all of them. You hadn't seen the film before. I loved it going in. I loved it at the end. I recognize some of the flaws, but Mm -hmm. because of the positive feelings I have, I can forgive them and I can't separate how much of that is their forgivable flaws and how much of that is just my own personal positive Mm. prejudice. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't realize it was that strong. Joanna? Mine is Chariots of Fire. (laughs) (laughs) That the running sequence with this spectacular music is but just an open and closing music video element and nowhere in the film was a huge 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 letdown i was wow. so yes. excited so excited <laughs> having seen that as a kid and become a runner now i wanted that enjoyment and i wanted some like dramatic tie to it <laughs> nothing anyone else um i'm having trouble remembering podcasts that were more than a few weeks ago <laughs> but it does strike well, me that go well, well mine was definitely gone with the wind <laughs> oh yeah oh yes that episode so, that, so much yeah. better than and, and taxi driver too that, yeah that, yeah. Well, that. I mean oh. but the thing about gone with the wind though is the CGI just does not hold up yeah I mean it, <laughs> and how good Ishtar really was that was a yeah that was really really it's, really it's strange surprising. you mentioned those three episodes because those are the ones that were lost in the great magnet <laughs> oh, no. accident of uh <laughs> 2013, yes. The Magnapocalypse. <laughs> well, I, I dropped the, I dropped the uh, recorder on a magnet. Uh, we lost Repeatedly, all as I recall. <laughs> no, I, uh, that was a sad day, yes. yes I, know. I was going to say, I'm surprised I like Jurassic Park better than I originally did. Mm. I was um, surprised. Oh, crap. Um, Ghostbusters 
not holding up as a surprise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that one too. Yeah. Your um, reaction surprised me too. <laughs> <laughs> as is often the case. So I'm a little concerned this week. Really? Because we have an episode, or we have a movie this time that is bringing back hints of how Better Off Dead went. Oh. As I was doing the research for this film. Mm. Uh, the film is Real Genius, mm-hmm. and uh, I am Robert, independent filmmaker, gamer, and I am backwards compatible. Oh, that's yes. great. Uh, joining me is Tim. Hello. Dave. Hello. Joanna. Hello. And Sam. Hey. And uh, let's see, Real Genius, August 7th, 1985, rated PG, 108 minutes long. Budget? Nobody knows. <laughs> I spent a whole ten minutes looking for the budget for this film. Wow. <laughs> Googling and such. And right. I couldn't that's nine percent of the running time. <laughs> wow, Robbie, right. your your dedication is an inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you don't if if it's not there, it's not there. So I could call uh I think it was Lionsgate or I can't remember who produced it. Anyway. Uh gross twelve million dollars. Opening weekend two point five million. Right on. So it did pretty good. It probably was a pretty low budget film. Uh, probably mm-hmm. maybe a couple million. Probably maybe. Uh, the plot: <laughs> teenage geniuses deal with their abilities while developing a laser in college. In yes, in college. <laughs> That's right. Teenagers um, in college. Okay. Well, they're like young people who okay. are brought ahead or whatever. They're young scientists. I see. Yeah. Oh, okay. Laser. Okay. Laser. They're advanced placement kids, I guess. They are. <laughs> Directed by Martha Coolidge. Oh. Who did Valley Girl Martha, in 83 yes. on an extremely low budget, something like 300000 or something. Robbie, yeah. is she the first female director that you've had for a podcast movie? Oh, I doubt that. Hmm. But it could be true. I don't know. It could be true. I'll have to check on that. All right. Please don't Research. judge me. <laughs> um, she also did uh, Joy of Sex in 84. She's done lots of TV, including CSI, Psych, Weeds, and one episode of Sledgehammer. Remember that show? Oh, in yeah. yeah. Yes. yes, that was uh, that was a fun show. To be fair, how many films by female directors were there in the 1980s? And before. Not a lot. Yes. Yes. Uh, let's see. Written by Neil Israel and Pat Proft, or oh. Proft, huh? or Proft, probably. Proft. I think it's Proft. Uh, it's Proft. Mr. Proft has, uh, the, uh, gave us the wonderful, fantastic The Star Wars Holiday Special <gasps> in 1978. He wrote Whoa. it. He wrote the script. Or he was one of the people on the script. Wow. Um, and he didn't didn't manage to get his name taken off. No. no. <laughs> Not in IMDb. <laughs> um, oh Neil and Pat both worked together on, um, let's see, Police Academy, Bachelor Party, Moving Violations. You, you know, now that now that Disney owns Lucasfilm and with their respect for, you know, releasing films in their original form, I, I have high hopes that the Star Wars Christmas special will get the you know proper yes. treatment it deserves <laughs> on Blu-ray. With the packaging being a pile of shit. Well yeah. <laughs> and and ringed explosions. Yes. Yeah. Adding Jar Jar to every scene. Sorry. <laughs> Would probably improve it. They couldn't really hurt. Uh, uh, this Pat Proft guy has also done, like, Naked Gun. Yeah. Um, Hot Shots. 
Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. That anyway. makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, starring Val Kilmer as Chris Knight. In his greatest film role ever. Greatest film? Really? Name, name a better one. The Doors. Uh, maybe what? Top Secret? The Doors. Oh. The Doors. Did he wear pink pink bunny slippers in the he Doors? He did not. He, he did, did not. not. He did not. <laughs> I think not. If he had, I might have gone to see The Doors. <laughs> Jim Morrison in bunny slippers, wouldn't that have been fantastic? That would have been fantastic. Yes. That whole heroin-induced drug mm-hmm. sequence would have been really good with bunny slippers. <laughs> Uh, we mentioned him in the last Starfighter podcast because he and Lance Guest were in the ABC After School special, One Too Many. <laughs> of course. Four high school friends find their lives changed forever when one of the friends drives drunk with devastating results. Surprising. <laughs> Wonder that. what happened. <laughs> it's like red asphalt. Uh, Val went on to do Top Gun in 86, Willow in 88. Uh, He had a small part in True Romance. I totally forgot about this um, in 93. Um, Batman Forever in 95. Red Planet in 2000, which was like, you know, one of the slew of Mars mission goes terribly wrong kind of movies by slew there were there were two there yeah well they keep coming every every like every time we land a rover it seems like then following that we get like a bunch of movies where there's a mission to mars (laughs) Uh, anyway he's done a lot of other movies and tvs uh voice work too uh he's still working he was the voice of kit on the night night rider reboot yes i blinked and missed that it's okay yeah that's okay not a lot of other like big people in this. Uh, we have William Atherton, of course, who mm-hmm. we saw in Ghostbusters and Die Hard. He was mm-hmm. the jerk. Let's narrow that. Okay, he was the guy in Ghostbusters. He was the man who dick had was. no dick. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. I'll and in Die Hard, he was the reporter. <laughs> okay. Uh, who had no dick. <laughs> well, we already called, he's already a reporter, so. Oh. 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 Well. <laughs> Just taking all journalists out. Yeah. All right. Wow. So, memories of real genius. It sounds like Dave really might be the champion of this film, the high end <sighs> champion. I, so let's go with you first. <laughs> I don't know. As a as a as a you know as a as a nerdy kid growing up, you know, in the, in the suburbs, it was the story of redemption that that you'll go to college mm-hmm. and everything will be okay, and in fact you'll have incredible adventures mm-hmm. that'll be awesome. Yeah. Um, and, and to me, I mean, it, it fits in my set of, um, it fits right up there with the John Hughes films Mm -hmm. as, as sort of teen movies from, from that era when I was of, of that age. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Uh, Sam? I very, very similar to that. Uh, it was kind of the, this is what I want college to be like, uh, I actually was in an honors dorm that was nowhere near as extreme, but absolutely everybody there had seen the film, knew the film, and we had some similarities in terms of playing pranks and the kind of things that we were trying and just weirdness and eclecticness. And um, so very, very fond memories and high hopes for today. Mm-hmm. And given my earlier nostalgia comment, I probably will like it more than Tim will. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I, I remember seeing it on VHS and, and really enjoying the comedy and probably watching it several times on VHS. Mm-hmm. But haven't seen it since. And in fact, I know I bought the DVD maybe like 15 years ago. And I don't think I even watched it when I got it. <laughs> I think I just was adding it to my collection, you know. Mm-hmm. So, oh, real genius! It was in the five dollar bin. 
you know, and uh, I did check it. It plays just fine. <laughs> What's that sound you make when you put it on a shelf? Ew. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim. Yes. Where did you go? <laughs> I have not seen it. Tim has not seen it. What Joanna? are your memories of not seeing it? <laughs> I didn't. Did you even hear about it? Do you... Not that I remember, not really. It wasn't really the demographic at the time mm. for the 80s yeah. teen movies. So, okay. so I eventually I... caught up to a lot of them. But Yeah. I probably saw this on HBO at home because mm. I was probably a little too young to actually watch it, but I did anyway. <laughs> Thus was my childhood. Um, and I remember just thinking it was really fun and, you know. It's always good to see, like, the nerds mm-hmm. have fun and do pranks. And I love popcorn. And get their revenge. Mm-hmm. And get their mm-hmm. revenge. Mm-hmm. Do they so, get, yeah, they do. No, just, no, yes, they do. Well, revenge. But they, the, it's the, revenge on, on other nerds, right? Oh. It, it doesn't have the trope that, mm. that, yeah. Yeah. that yeah. you know, the nerds are going gonna to rise up and, and, and defeat the jocks and in the process become just as yeah. much of a jerk as the jocks. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. intra-nerd revenge. Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it's like smart and funny. And I remember, yeah, I was probably still too young to watch like Revenge of the Nerds. Mm -hmm. So this was kind of like, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, for like, I was nine at the time that it came out was probably like a good ease. And like, so it was like, yay, it's fun. And it's filled with weird, quirky people like me. And they do (laughs) weird things. And there was a whole bunch of science that didn't make any sense to me. But I was like, (laughs) okay, whatever. It's fun. And it has popcorn. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Popcorn. So this is not not directed by... Savage Martha Coolidge, right? <laughs> no. Okay, okay, that's okay. I feel better already. Okay, <laughs> he's <laughs> Dave is looking very questionable. <laughs> the director of uh, Better Off Dead was uh, what was his name? Savage Steve. Savage Steve something something. Yes, and so. So you guys have got me all pumped up. I think, you know, maybe this will be a good movie after all. When do I get to talk about how cute all the boys were? At, at, at the other end. Okay. Like, after we've seen them and made and confirmed their cuteness. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and confirmed their age at the time of production so we can comment on their <laughs> Okay, good. Because <laughs> one, one has to be, like, 34 playing a 17-year-old. Yes. Yeah. yes. As the way Hollywood goes. How it works. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Let's watch Real Genius. We'll be right back. I wish this was a video podcast because then we could have a uh, montage. Yes, <gasps> or five. Or yes, five. <laughs> I kind of four. Oh, yes, yeah. Four. Okay. A la cuatro. Okay, four. I- including Unless one you... that only existed within a within a test one, one test one room yeah <laughs> yes oh, yeah. Unless, unless you count the the ending sequence with tears for fears nah, 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 nah. a montage. Uh, no, that was a closing sequence. Yeah, it was Yeah, no. Let that one slide. <laughs> All right. So yeah, number correct. four, the mon didn't taj anywhere there. So let's. What? That was bad. <laughs> Thank you. Before that we get too bad. far into this, let's montage into our recap. All right. <laughs> uh, you want to start, Tim? Oh no, not really. Um, okay. how did it start? It well, started. Science it started, fair. It started with no, Sci- no, no. It started with the laser discussion. Oh, yes. The yes. laser weapon discussion. Evil men sitting in a room with no walls. 
plotting their evil laser. <laughs> they were sitting in that room from Jurassic Park, oh. where everyone was having dinner and discussing the... I, uh, I, I think they used that set on the X-Files, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> and um, uh, they were watching like a cool the video. War, the war room of Dr. Strangelove. Yes. Except yes. without Dimitri. But also, yeah, 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 true. Yeah, with a, like a little, a little less, a little lo-fi. Yeah, a little more, a, a little more room. our town. Yeah, <laughs> no visible walls. Exactly. Anyway, the recap. <laughs> okay, so yeah, okay. can we That's recap the recap? Yeah. Then okay. the science fair. Yeah, in the science fair, and, and where our young hero, who's only fifteen years old, gets um, recruited to the science project because he's at a brilliant. College because he's brilliant. And at a college he, that is not Caltech. Not no. Caltech. No, no, no not so not at all. And he gets there, and guess what? It's not what he expected. Oh, no. <laughs> Everything's crazy. Yep. And the craziest of all? Val Kilmer. Well, I don't know. Well, one mm-hmm. of the craziest. Yes. People. Yeah. He is his roommate, plus mm-hmm. a guy who lives in the closet or in a, a the shafts below. As yes. we learn eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and he, what happened next? He, he starts working on the laser while, uh, Val Kilmer's Chris Knight does crazy stuff. There are antagonists. Yes. 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 There's Kent. Yes. With the braces and the dicky. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And his henchmen, I guess. I don't know. That's how you can identify the bad guy in any movie, by the way. The dicky. The dicky. Yeah. His henchmen didn't really seem to be particularly evil or particularly aligned to him. They're kind of there. They didn't do a lot of henching. No. 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 They're kind of just on his side for some reason. They were on the team and they're on the team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So they're all kind of working together to find the answer to this laser problem and the government is pushing the it needs the more power scotty dean yes. to yes kent, exactly yes kent resents uh, resents the brains of a young mitch yes but by the way this is exactly this film you know documentary accuracy how defense department procurement works oh yeah oh, really? totally. yes. 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 exactly like this Huh. Yeah. So this is a documentary it, then. Yeah. <laughs> or or an early allegory of drones. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. yes. And and uh, Chris uses one. Yes. In the bedroom, he got right. his little drone. Uh, with Not one like blade. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and next. We're not really recapping so much as summarizing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and but, then they threaten Chris's graduation, so he actually pays attention. Yeah. Because Chris was a bad boy and had a party. And because the government, because. bad government guy is threatening the professor right. with pulling funding if he yes. doesn't get it. So he then passes on the threats to yes. Chris. And they allude that he has been funneling some of this funding into the, um, house. the house. upkeep of his house. Yes. yes. The remodeling and mm-hmm. so forth. Um, and other things happen in between, like Chris is just wacky and wants to relax a lot, and um, Mitch is girls. like, ah, no, we have to study and wear ties. Well, and- we find out that is important because Laszlo didn't do that and went completely yes, off the deep he's end. he's the one yes. who lives deep underground yes. under the school, and he, he he was the 12-year-old, is that right? Yes. Okay, yes. and he snapped, and yes. that's where he wound up. Yeah. And also, there's a woman who is doing the Mile High Club, but with smart people <laughs> or something. Yeah, I didn't quite get, I didn't realize that at the time. Yeah. Yes. Um, she only loves them for their brains. Yes. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> 
And but Mitch rejects her yes. offer to go for the only actual female character yes. in the movie. <laughs> yes, yes. Who is interesting. Yes, but still very the only interesting. Female character. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so something happens and the laser explodes. Oh, uh, Kent sabotages it. Um, but then just before he, uh, Chris gives up everything, he has a realization of science technobabble that saves it and makes it work perfectly. Discovers the particle of the week. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> and uh, he, he shows it to him and, yay, everything's great. We graduate. Yay. And it works. But now it's off to be a weapon and they're going to test it. And uh, they figure that out. And they because go and Laszlo it. tells them. Yes. Because yes. yes. what else could it be? Yes. Um, Laszlo and his mullet. <laughs> <laughs> and so they have this ridiculously complex caper. hacking caper. caper to get into the plane and reconfigure the chips, which was cool and very retro. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> With a modem. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and an EE prom. Yes. And they actually used yeah. an yes. EE prom <laughs> yes. chip. Yeah. Very, so. very, very impressed by that. So they were over a modem, but what was the connection? The phone line going into the plane? Sure. I don't know. Science. Okay. Uh, All right. No, no. That's that's good. I I like that. Okay. Science. Um, And then, uh, so they programmed the laser to shoot at um, the boss. I forget his name. His house. Hathaway. Yes. Hathaway. Yes. Jerry Hathaway. Uh, fire at his house and set off a bunch of popcorn because he doesn't like popcorn. And whacking. Made a giant yes. Jiffy Pop container yes. in his living room. Which pretty much destroys the house somehow. Mm-hmm. And yes. then kids play in it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And everyone's happy the end. Mm-hmm. Yay, we did it! <laughs> <laughs> was the oddest recap of all. <laughs> was it? Uh, no, I say that was all it? the time. Okay. So, as promised, we should discuss cute boys. Because Joanna wants to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, sort of along that, I don't know. I just want to say that I thought, boy, Sarah Jessica Parker was terrific as young Mitch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just real surprised. I was thrown by that. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) What what, what are you saying, Tim? I'm just surprised. You did a great job. I think it's your best role ever. (laughs) She was a pretty young man. <laughs> she was a distinctive looking man. Cute boys, Joanna. Cute boys. Yes. So Val, Val Kilmer. Val was very nice. Very cute. Yes. They're all kind of cute. Even Kent and his little dicky. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't know what that was when I was a kid. I was like, what is that? Yeah, why but is Val, his shirt cut off? You know? I don't know. Val Kilmer was just really cute. <laughs> I was attracted to Bodie. Yes. Who I learned doing research during the movie went on to be a screenwriter for Cool Runnings. Oh. And the dog movie with Cuba Gooding Jr., who's uh, I've already forgotten. Is it yeah. Snow Dogs? Yes. Oh, yes. okay. I also like so I also liked Laszlo. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Hmm. He had hmm. the weird, mysterious, mullet, crazy, smart guy. Hmm. Well, I always had a thing for the uh, female character. Ah. Hmm. Um, well, before we talk about her, <laughs> like so much of discussion is yeah. <laughs> before but we talk, it was a- nice to have a movie that had like nerdy guys that were cute. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It broke somewhat the sort of nerdy dude '80s stereotype. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, the only one with big thick glasses was Kent. Yes. 
Yeah, some of the girls had it too. I think in the in the at the beginning when Chris is touring the place where he's going to work, there was a scientist yeah. woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, she was the oh, one who was, was yeah. that was Sherry Nugel. Yeah. Okay, she was oh, the one yeah, who, was yeah. who, who just the, has big, you know. The 70s horrific glasses. Yes. yes. Okay. Not, yeah. Not, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's fashion. Not related to science at fashion. all, just the 70s. Just, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk about our star, Val Kilmer, and okay. his uh, his character. And so to me, uh-huh. Chris just screamed, barely closeted gay boy. Oh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah. Why is that? Everything about it. <laughs> Everything. Hmm. Really? I It never struck me. I don't know. No. It did all the way through. Huh. The drama and... The smart the lilt, aleck. The smart aleckness, the lilt. Hmm. Even the little bit of fronting with the girls seemed appropriate for hmm. someone who had, hadn't sorted it out yet. Ah. Uh-huh. Interesting. Okay. I don't think that was anyone's intent. Maybe it's no. Val Kilmer's intent. Who Maybe. Who knows? That may have been his direction. with His internal direction. Yeah. With the character. I don't know. We'll uh, have to ask him sometime. I, I know. We'll get him on the podcast. I no. know from college, multiple people very similar to that who are all very straight, though. Oh, possibly. So, yeah. As far as they know. So, no. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's the total vibe I got from him all the way through the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. But what did you think of uh, his performance? Oh, it was good. I, yeah. um, I was about to say, do I like this better than any? Val Kilmer's best film performance ever. Yes. Uh, yes. Even better than Top Gun? Oh. Ooh, that was, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> How did he do that and not hurt his teeth? <laughs> the scene where he does that little bite um, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another homoerotic film. <laughs> what? Or another character. Well, God, yeah. I mean. um, everything about that one. <laughs> yeah. Um... Is it better than crap? What's the second film from the airplane guys? Hot shots. Top no. secret. Top secret. Top secret. Yeah, top he secret. Was, he was in top secret. Top secret. Better yes. than top secret. Yes. Okay. Huh. Yeah. I haven't seen that one in a long time. I don't remember. Because that one, he was just being a character. character. That's true. That's so, true. That's so true. I'm, he was I'm, serving I'm, lines. I'm, I'm mugging somewhat, but only a little bit. I mean, no. Chris Knight actually <laughs> he he has a journey. He was mm-hmm. right as a character. He yeah. he learns. He grows. He changes. Uh-huh. He, he, you know, he's distinctive. He's believable. Mm-hmm. He grows it's and changes while still being grounded in the same character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He it's not completely ridiculously transformative. It's right. it's a growth. Right. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. I think he did a good job. I think a lot of the characters go mm-hmm. through arcs like well, mm-hmm. at least two of them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and the guy in the cellar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he also learns to come out of he come out of the cellar and. Uh, or basement, whatever. Come whatever out of the closet. The steam rooms, yes. <laughs> and the closet. <laughs> and the steam tunnels. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, let's talk about... Um, okay, so this film is directed by a woman. Yep. But how are women treated in this film? Well, I, th- I think they're treated okay. There just aren't enough of them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I like, what's her name? The main? Jordan. Jordan. I like her yeah. a lot. Yeah. She's distinct, again, distinctive, Jordan. not a caricature. Mm-hmm. Contributes. Fits the, fits the scenery. Yeah. Fits, you know, contributes. Yeah. Right. But there's only three women who appear in more than one scene. Right. And yeah. and two of them are there purely, their sexual. motivations are purely, yeah. you know, yeah. um, sexual yeah. Or, or, you know, sort of conquest oriented. But, yeah. uh, 
on that though, Sherry was kind of interesting because that's a little bit of a flip where she is trying to do the conquest rather than being the trophy. Yeah, at, but at I least, don't know. It doesn't add anything. I yeah. I agree. Yeah, but I thought um, that was at least an interesting and take think, on that. And I think it fits that Mitch would fall for Jordan. But that would be more powerful and meaningful if there were other women around that he might have fallen for in his class or whatever. Yeah. Mm. And granted, it's a bunch of geeks and, and, and particularly at the time, and maybe, unfortunately, not so much different now. There wouldn't be a lot of women around, but there could be more than one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I really liked her performance. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought she was really good. She didn't do a lot of stuff, though. She has nothing on IMDb since 1988. Hmm. She was in The Outsiders and Valley Girl and Revenge of the Nerds. Hmm. Um, so she played Nerdy it. Girls and then yeah. that was it. And then grew out yeah. of it. I guess, yeah, I guess she Maybe, must have changed jobs or something. I don't know. But, uh, well, that's odd because usually there are so many good roles for women over 20 years. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's shocking that she didn't prosper. Especially in the nerdy one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, so that's depressing us. So let's talk about something fun. How, how, what do you think of the humor in this movie? This is a comedy. Um, how did it work for you? Why are we all looking at me? Because, because you've never seen it before. Okay. We're, we're dying um, it for was a good. fresh perspective. It was good. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I liked it. It was good. Kent got a little old. Yeah. I got a little too much Kent. Yes. Yeah. Kent was I mean, not the... well drawn. He was a caricature. Yeah. We saw him way too much. Um. So less Kent would have been good. Yeah, and they're all nerds, but he was the bully nerd, kind of. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and therefore, I don't know. You know, does somebody always fix that? What did he actually want? Yeah, a good villain is the hero of his own story, and I didn't get that from Kent. I yeah. I kind of did, but I didn't think it was particularly well done. He was. I got the feeling he was used to being the smart one in high school, and he went there. Mm-hmm. Other people were smarter than him, and he couldn't handle that he wasn't the best anymore. Mm-hmm. And well, became a kiss up. Well, Kent wasn't the villain, right? Doctor Hathaway was the villain. Yeah. Oh, Kent that's was true. Just yeah, a kiss ass. I guess Kent, Kent was just sort of an obstacle for for our heroes on their on their journey. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. maybe yeah, but makes it even weirder that we saw so much of him. He figured it just so I much. do like I do like that Jesus came and talked to him. And that was him nice. Stop yes. playing with himself. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, there. Yeah, there are a lot of good. I. I mean, you know, like I said, I haven't seen this film in forever, and uh, things as they start, things pop into my head. Is like, oh yeah, I remember this part. Mm-hmm. And uh, it actually, you know, it holds up pretty well. I think. Yeah. Um, a lot of the humor and Val Kilmer is just mm-hmm. super energetic and. Charming. Always in those little shorts. Yeah. <laughs> well, they weren't very little. They were actually... They were. Yeah. They're pretty big. <laughs> yeah. They even hung out of his shorts sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like when he wore regular shorts, yeah. they were sticking out underneath those. It's fun. really interesting to me, and I think it's a combination of actor and director, and maybe even costumer, that he never came off as quote-unquote quirky. Yes. Mm. I believed every bit of that. Okay. with him. That that was a a natural clothing choice for everything for that, that he yeah everything yes because mm-hmm. his you know it was all random well not random there were patterns but yeah it didn't seem like it was trying too hard even though it was really odd so mm-hmm. that's hard to pull off mm-hmm. as we've seen other movies not succeed at that correct. <laughs> 
I also thought the pacing was really well done. Like, I figure, mm. like, well, one, I'm a huge fan of the 80s montage. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. And yeah. those were some spectacular oh, <laughs> montages. But I felt like they were paced out appropriately. But there were too many. No. And they were so, and the, the 80s-ness of the music chosen for them was so distracting. So great. <laughs> I mean, this movie so almost great. isn't an 80s movie at all. Mm-hmm. Except yeah. for those montages. Yes. <laughs> and so fashion. great. So and great. And even that's not as bad as in many of those kinds no, of movies. No, no, not yeah. as bad as in some, yeah. but, but it definitely. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Stopping every 20 minutes for a montage seems... Yeah. Well, the the one that really bothered me was the test montage. It's like, <laughs> why do you need this? It wasn't like they were cutting back and forth between no. stuff. It was just him taking the test. Yes. Because <laughs> they had a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole movie has a sense of humor. Oh, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. Oh, yeah, true, but yeah. I don't know. But, but I don't think little, that they were lot, thinking, little... let's make fun of the montage. No, no. Because I think everyone I thought at that time were... Yeah. Yes. I mean, I told that's what I thought college was like. You a know, montage, you, a little, a little bit. <laughs> I, I, you know, I have to admit, it took me a few seconds to realize why all the boomboxes were in the classroom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. During the montage, that, that yeah. took why all these boomboxes? Yeah. They're not playing music in the classroom. Oh, they're recording. But I've never known anyone boxes. in real life to use a boombox to record. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think people did, but I've never. I, I saw it occasionally in college. Okay. Okay. I mean, there, there's a lot in this movie that was very, very true to life. Yeah. Um, and I know a couple of the stunts they pulled are variations on stunts that were really pulled at Caltech. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. The car in the room, they yeah. famously put a car on the roof. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought that was from Fringe. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was from MIT. Oh. The car on the roof? MIT. On the roof. Okay. Okay. Oh, no, maybe it was the cow on the roof. Yeah. Oh yeah, the cow, the cow on the roof. The cow, yes. They disassembled a cow and yes, put it together and put it on, the on the roof. roof on the okay. roof of the, the yeah, yeah. Just like in Fringe. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. Oh, there was something about they they were doing the dimensional thing and they they said it was a prank when a car was like shoved into a statue or something. I can't. Remember oh, okay. Was, That's or what whatever. They blamed it on Pranks. on a prank instead okay. of their interdimensional device. Anyway, Fringe, a good show. You should watch it. Uh, Okay. Okay. Product placement. I wish. I wish. Give me some money. Brought to you by Fringe. A show that's not on anymore. Yes. It's on Netflix. Okay. Brought to you by Netflix. So I have a big dramatic, dramatic quibble with this movie. Hmm. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Imagine how yet better... This movie story would have played out if we had not seen the evil military guys and their plan at the beginning. Mm -hmm. What if we got that to be hinted at and then revealed as a climactic twist that ruins everyone's happiness instead of knowing all along? Or would that Mm. have felt too cliche? Well, why? That would be cliche. So, so I, I, so I see your point. Mm -hmm. Um, I wonder. Um, knowing that that was happening up front made Dr. Hathaway's motivations clear, right? We, yeah. we, we, the viewer, knew why he was being such a hard ass about this and, and mm-hmm. the pressure he was under and, and even the implication that he might get killed. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas 
and and so there's a little bit of, of we knew something that the protagonists didn't right yeah I don't know. That's I think it would have been richer with I, that. Oh, crap moment I, when that all comes together. I, I, I see what you're saying, but the, that just thinking that would have created a problem of how to explain the, the professor's motivation. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe not an insurmountable one. But, no, no. But, yeah. Also, they, it, it, it seemed like they just had fun making the little commercial at the front. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. You know. Yeah. But... <laughs> Well, on that note, I mean, it has not like a dramatic twist, but did we need to know that that dude was on a TV, a PBS science TV show? Oh, no. I, 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 mm, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it could have been used to further the, the image of the character as just full of himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. But that's about all I can. But the scarf did that. and his his very like victorian cookie cutter house but that had like you know like 1910-esque furniture inside creepy dolls on the top shelf in the den the the, the fila jogging suit oh yeah oh yeah I like how he's like the first one in the cul-de-sac or something. He yeah. he's he moved yes. in right yeah. right yeah. there. Moved into the model home. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but does break kind of the archetype that he doesn't have a family and he's just this like mm. guy who yeah. has this house. Yeah. Which is unusual. Yes. Yeah. And he yeah. But like but he's not overly wealthy either. And you kind of just want well, to know. Yeah, he's, a, he's an academic, right? Yeah. He's not going to be. He's, he's but he's a TV star. On PBS. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you saying about PBS, Dave? I'm, I'm just saying it's not very lucrative. <laughs> true. Very, very, very true. Very important. Not very lucrative. Correct. <laughs> Excellent summary. Yeah. I do enjoy, though, if they're going to have, like, you know, his show is called Everything. And then the episode that they're filming is like. Our colon. What do we really know about it? Yes. <laughs> the most, like, uninteresting thing to, mm-hmm. you know. Which is like, is that even his field? No. No. He does, like, physics and lasers. His, his field is science. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, what else? Um, Should we talk about the character of Mitch? Yeah. Our young, talk about Mitch. Our young, our, our young innocent scientist. Yeah. Who, uh, I don't know what to say about him though. Really, Mitch he was fine. Has... He was likable. He was likable. Um, a little boiler, boilerplate, but not in an annoying way. Mm-hmm. Um, Relatable. Yeah. His IMDb Mitch. has very little. Uh, just a little bit of TV here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in Apollo 13 as GNC White, which I think is one of the controller, the, the yeah. mission controller guys. Oh. GNC, I think, was a category. I can't remember hmm. what it st- stood for. Um, health supplement store. Yes, <laughs> probably health related. Yeah, uh, Gabriel Jarrett was his name, mm. or is his name? I, I, he's well, not dead. of course, and but. Sex and City. So was <laughs> so was this really a like Val Kilmer star like movie? Like, well, did it, it was... really catapult his career? No, but it was a building block. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what catapult. I mean, I don't know. Did Batman Forever catapult him, or did <laughs> no, he I, earn his way to that? I thought he earned his way about. to it, and but then, through what? And then, uh, just was, wasn't Deadwood, or what 
was the mm-hmm. what was the the doors? Oh, tombstone oh, doors. Oh, right. tombstone. Yeah. Tombstone. Yes. 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 Oh, tombstone. About that. Yes. Yes. Oh. that. Oh, that might be okay. a, a, a okay. run for the best Val Kilmer performance. Was there a T-shirt that said "I heart toxic waste"? Yes. <laughs> tombstone. Oddly <laughs> enough, <laughs> <laughs> really. Yeah, I thought that took us out of the. The ironic T-shirts. I, he was wearing them throughout. I, I really was that the first appearance of like what is now a hipster. Amelia? Yeah, mm. the ironic. Well, pretty t-shirts. much, yeah. Yeah, he really. He, he at one point he even had a Goonies T-shirt on, which I mm. thought was no, he didn't. What? No, he didn't. <laughs> he had Surf Nicaragua. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what was the gorilla two one? scenes. Oh, I don't remember. I couldn't read it. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. read that one either. No. I mean, but but surf Nicaragua quite topical for the eighties. Oh yes, 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 mm, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I think it did. I kind of think it did. It was like a star catapult for Val Kilmer. Yeah, I because I, I think he went on to you know Top Secret and then you know he got to make. Well, I don't think it was a star catapult. I think it was a star ladder rope. Top yeah. Secret was the year before. Oh, it was. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, Top Gun. Was eighty six? Ah, oh, that was the one. Oh, of okay. course, that's then, yeah. There you go. And then so he, went he on was to he was sandwiched between two tops. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like I said, oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Thus we brought it back. <laughs> oh, 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 Joanna. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and drop the mic. We're done. And we just found the quote for this episode. <laughs> don't, don't drop my mics, please. <laughs> Okay. But I think we found the quote for this episode. Don't promise that. <laughs> okay. Throw a right. team of analysts. I'll, I'll take has that out. to listen to I the know, podcast team of to make that determination. <laughs> I'll take that part out. Edit here. <laughs> okay. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> rabbit. Good, yeah. I just couldn't believe it's antics. <laughs> what? I don't know. Um, that reminds me. We should do Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Okay. Um, what else do we have to say about this one? Uh, special effects. Oh. <laughs> Should I use the word special? In quotes. Or just special, small bus special. <laughs> well, they they were they were live action special effects, not computer generated yes. effects. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The you know that one shot of the plane moving behind what almost could have been like Gumby, like you know actual like mm-hmm. puffs of cotton clouds yes. was just the, special. Yeah. 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 Well, not as special as the night sky when Chris was brooding on the. Oh, oh yes, uh, that was a little whoa. like let's paint some some clouds that right was, there. That was high school play quality oh. right there. <laughs> and I, yet, I have to give them credit: the password hacking sequence. Yeah, uh, while while it was screen, stupid, a a a a a a b and yeah, force, well. it was a. Possibly the last time on screen we've actually seen a reasonable <laughs> a password computer display. Yeah, yes. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, today that would have been pass- it would have been like seventy-two point type, you know, <laughs> 3D graphic. Yes, sound special sound. <laughs> Letters dropping in the background. <laughs> yes. And I like how when when the screensaver turns on, he's like, "Oh, everything's okay." <laughs> no, that's your screensaver. People thought that was high tech. I guess. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know what else. I, I don't have any other notes. Shall we go around and vote? So here's what bugged me about the montages. Okay. Yeah, the that they were, there were four. There were four, <laughs> and that there were sound, there was native sound, but not <coughs> vo- not voices. 
Hmm. Oh, I didn't oh. notice the name yes. sound. Yes, there was often like so there was diegetic, fives there were diegetic. Oh. Thank you. I forgot the word. There was yeah. diegetic sound, but people were constantly talking in the montage scenes, and we could not hear them. And yet, mm. we would hear sounds. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Why are these? Why are there montages with so much dialogue in them? Because when you haven't properly recorded your sound during production, <laughs> it is hard to add dialogue, but really easy to add oh, okay. sound effects. Well, there you go. Uh-huh. And montages. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe one or two of the montages were added because of audio problems. Well, right? you know, it is a brisk 100-something minutes, so maybe one cut was longer with something scenes that yeah, that's got true. cut to montages. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's more techno babble about the laser. Which God knows we don't need that. So I, yeah. I'm I'm still a fan. I want okay. a life in yeah. montages. Like I just want to get <laughs> through things. It seemed happy and fun. They did science. There was science. Well, that's like, all. On, that's on that, um, I, I do have to give them credit for all of the science that they were doing and all of the laser. There was a relatively small amount of stupid science techno babble. Uh, yeah, sure. there, it felt like there was enough to keep it moving, but not enough to make it seem like. There was enough to believe they would say that yeah. because they're science people. Yeah. But we didn't have to understand it. Right. And it didn't drive the plot. And, and they weren't yeah. hitting us over the head with the fact that they were being scientists. Yeah. And it wasn't important yeah. to know how the lasers worked. Yeah. yeah. I always wish I could get in shape with an 80s montage. That'd be Just yes. be done by the, the afternoon. Yeah, know? yeah. Just 80s montage, now I'm in shape. Hooray. <laughs> Get that Karate Kid guy. <laughs> I should. Yeah. Is he still alive? I'd go to call him up. No. We won't no. do the phone bit. Anymore. No, we won't. Do, no, okay. <laughs> we won't. I'm not biting on the phone bit anymore. Anyway. You're not? Okay. I'll get someone <laughs> else feel, to bite. I, or am I? Not, not to like preemptive our voting, but right. I just feel like w- of the things we've sort of, none of us are having super negative comments no. about this movie. No, no. no. Which is, of the podcasts mm-hmm. I recorded, a little unusual. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's not, it's not, no one, would, I don't think anyone would say it's a great movie or, or a spectacular movie, but it, it, it you know, it, it um, wears surprisingly well, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's, it is mostly character driven rather than, you know, mm-hmm. technology driven and that kind of a thing. Yep. The conflicts kind of make sense. Yeah, um, you know it's 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 and, not fat or fashion driven. No, no, and there's there's plenty of clever. I think the the writing they paid attention attention to the callbacks, right? Yeah, right. The the dog at the very end is a callback. Yeah. The, the as well as just the dislike of popcorn yeah. and the, slipper. Although the dislike of popcorn felt thrown in earlier to justify the ending. Yeah, mm-hmm. could be um, a little bit. Who cares? They, they filled a whole house full I know. of popcorn. I know. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but yes. So yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's start then. I, uh, who wants to start? Continue with David. Your... Continue what you were saying. Oh. As, as as leading into a vote. Well, <laughs> I, so I think it's pretty clear that I'm I'm I, it holds up. So I'm I'm voting I'm voting gold. All right. Okay. Yay. Uh, Joanna, would you like to go next? <laughs> I I still love it. I'm still a fan. I kind of was charmed by Val Kilmer mm-hmm. and all this the nerdy scientist guys when I when I was a kid and I still they're still charming now. It would still be fun to do hang out in school and do pranks with mm-hmm. those. Um the the female character did bother me a little yeah. bit in the like 
could could just like oh you just never stop you just keep going at 100 miles an hour that oh. was to me a little bit of a caricature of that like uh. what we think or what the few women in science mm. have to be like she mm-hmm. has to like be mm. an insomniac who never sleeps i didn't really there wasn't a lot about her that i would ever feel a kinship to mm-hmm. especially as a technical woman. She mm-hmm. was a little too over the top, but I don't care. The story <laughs> was fun. You would want to go to that like party in the gymnasium where they created a pool and I would love to fill a house full of popcorn. So I'm still going to say gold. <laughs> but would you let the kids play in the popcorn oh, later? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I want to play in the popcorn. Mm-hmm. Woohoo, let's go play in the popcorn. <laughs> All right, Sam. <laughs> Back then, I wanted to be Chris. I wanted to date Jordan. I wanted to pull the ice in the hallway prank and the um, slicing um, the uh, frozen uh, uh, CO2 and use it for slugs. Yes. And watching it again, I still wanted all of that. I was interested in what they were doing. I wanted to be a part of it all. It still, I couldn't find any significant problems with it. Um, yes, it's not one of the greatest movies ever, but it is very good at what it's trying to do. It's trying to be a clever, fun... Val Kilmer's greatest film role ever. <laughs> no argument at all there. Uh, I Absolute uh, gold. All right. Great. Gold like his hair. That's some amazing hair. Yeah, that's a nice hair. He was always good at hair. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and I thought they airbrushed him up on the DVD cover. Actually, he his skin is that smooth in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty impressive. Um, that only bolsters my theory. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, I get it now. Okay. Um, so, you know, I, I have to agree with everyone here so far. I'm... I'm I wasn't annoyed by this picture. There wasn't a lot of doubt. Well, no. That's a high. Why can I never do this right? No, you're fine. You're fine. There there wasn't the the bad feelings from, like, Better Off Dead. It it kind of rings in that tone, but I think it's more competently directed and Mm -hmm. edited and filmed, and the sound was better. (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm I'm going a little off the uh, the end here. Um, yes, Val Kilmer's greatest role ever. Wow. Greatest picture ever, probably. I don't know. I, ha- I have, to have to watch the other work to, to know for sure. I like um, The Doors. No, <laughs> I haven't seen that. <laughs> Who's good as Jim Morrison? Yes. <laughs> um, and still like it today, and I'm not going to throw out the DVD. Might Probably won't get the Blu-ray, but... Is there? I don't know if there mm. is. It doesn't matter. It's not really the kind of film that you... Really need to get on Blu-ray. It, it just would throw, you know, the 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 you know '80s quality of the yeah. effects into sharp yes. relief. Yes, yes. And really, that's my only complaint. Really, the probably the, re- the quality of watching it should be reduced. <laughs> yes, VHS is probably perfect. Yeah. Yes, but, but that's the primary con- uh, dislike of the film is just the kind of the usual '80s mm-hmm. problems, mm-hmm. and then the not so great special effects. Uh, but I will still give it a gold. Tim. I am not ready to declare this Val Kilmer's greatest film role <laughs> because I don't feel like I've seen enough of them to judge, and I don't really want to go see the others. Um, I don't know, because that would involve watching Batman and Robin, and we, no one should have to do that, no. really. Um, 
Okay, so downsides. Um, I quibble with structural choices. The, the, the story structure choice, I think they could have done something differently that would made it yet better. Um, I uh, 15 yards for egregious montages. <laughs> um, I like my interpretation of the main character better than I think the one the movie had in mind. Mm-hmm. But that just makes it more enjoyable for me. So, but it moved rapidly. It was full of distinctive characters that mostly weren't cardboard or copies. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of another movie really that has this kind of setting and story and characters in this way. There are other nerd movies, but they don't feel like this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, good direction. Kilmer is good as the character, however you interpret him. <laughs> so yeah, I enjoyed it. Gold. All right. You may have the honors. Yay! Yay! It's the science bell. <laughs> Begin science. <laughs> All right, that was real genius. All gold. Hooray! And uh, I, well, that's the end of the episode. So we're going to say so. goodbye. Uh, I'm Robert. Do we have a montage? <laughs> Got on a montage of us saying goodbye. Okay, sure. Uh, Robert and Tim. Montages don't sing. We're not going to sing. Okay, I'm I'm Robert. Joining no, stop. Me, joining oh. me was Tim. Okay, do it your way. <laughs> I'm Robert, and joining me at the episode was Tim. Hey, and but David. Hi, <laughs> and Joanna. Howdy, and Sam. We're leaving you. Yeah. Hey. Thanks a lot for listening, and we'll see you next. Or we'll hear you. You'll hear us. <laughs> I'll get it right eventually, but before the end of the season, I'll get it right. We'll, you'll hear it. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Old vs. Gold is a production of Hidden Deadly. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash hidden deadly. We're also on Twitter at hidden deadly, where you can send us questions about this podcast with the hashtag old v gold. Go to oldvgold.com to find more episodes and more information about this podcast. You can also find us on iTunes, where you can subscribe and give us a rating. Thanks for joining us. 